and you say you're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. No, that I am. You're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. Awful, awful. Hello! Merry Christmas! God bless us, every one. Hello, my name's Tom. With me, Jack Short. Hi. Uh, how's it going, mate? Yeah. Long Good. time. Very. It's been a little while. Well, it's been a while since we've done pod. We've seen each other, but not podded. So it's nice to get back on. Stop fiddling air with waves. That. I wouldn't say airwaves. Um, well, I think they are. Are they air? No, because airwaves is actual radio waves, isn't it? Yeah. Who cares? I don't. I, I'm not okay, me. Right. I actually. I, to be honest that's with you, I don't know why I said anything to do with that because I actually don't give a toss. Um, well, that's, it's Christmas. Also, what have you got behind you? Is that like Lucas A tablets or something? Uh, high strength vitamin C effervescent tablets. Good thing yesterday, my uh, mother came round uh, in the middle. Always of me, a treat. In the middle of me eating my dinner, and she came around. She went, oh, "I'm really ill, but I just had to get out of the house." <coughs> <laughs> over my dinner and then lo and behold I woke up today and I'm ill great <laughs> as long as you're alright yeah love absolute that absolute love that MFs just everyone <laughs> everyone that gets even the slightest bit poorly at this time of year should just confine themselves solitary confinement it's only a couple of days sweat it out get it out of your system and then you can join the real world again yeah. I, to be honest with you I'm not even ill, and I'd happily do that. I think I I think I've mentioned it before that they sort of they give us sick sick vouchers if we're not ill or year at work, mm. and you get a lovely lovely yeah. Argos voucher. Yeah, which um, is, I've tried to explain to people this why the, when one person gets ill, so the Karen, entire office. Is Ill. Karen, who's just come back from her thyroid treatment, <laughs> has to uh, yeah. That yeah. doesn't get our Argos vouchers. Um, of course, Michael in accounts broke his neck hang gliding, but unfortunately, <laughs> he's not—he's not getting the vouchers. The rules are the rules. In November as well. Gutted. <laughs> yeah, gutted. 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 Three weeks to go. <laughs> tragic, tragic that is. Never mind. Um, Imagine that. Imagine being quite uh, genuinely unwell, but you've not been unwell for the rest of the year, and it just gets to mid-December. Are you clawing through? I just a few more days. Uh, I can have my vouchers. I can get some. I don't know. How much? How much do you get in vouchers? Hundred quid. Oh, it's pathetic. I, I, yeah, it's not. Well, more to the point, you shouldn't be rewarded for not being ill. I'm trying to explain. I mean, don't that's get, like some sort of. I don't know. Like some sort of communist state, like dictatorship madness, isn't it? Yeah, I've tried to explain to people why it's. Um, neither ethical or moral <laughs> to do that <laughs> and it's also not efficient I don't think to force people to come in and spread their germs and then people just sort of look at me and then just go back to looking at their phones normally that's what happens a lot to me in my life well Not. maybe they work on the same um, basis that some one of my colleagues worked off of which is that she had a horrible cold and she wasn't using tissues or washing her hands at any stage how um, do you know and that and I said well because I don't sit that far from... I sit about 20 feet from the toilet. I can hear oh. her flush it and then I can... But you asked for that, Des. I can see her coming out and she's obviously not washed her hands. How do you it. know that? What do you mean? It's a small... T- it's not like... um Where I work, it's not like lots of cubicles in a toilet. It's one toilet in a small cubicle. You can hear both the toilet flush and the tap run. Oh. And brother, 
I'd never heard the tap run. Um, so I mentioned it to her and she said, yeah, but I got the cold from standing outside for too long in the cold. And I said, well, what's your point? What's that got to do with and anything? She said, well, she thought that that... It, it doesn't spread... It only gets if spread got, if you're yeah. stood out in the cold. No, it doesn't get spread if you're stood out in the cold. But if you get it, if you get a cold from someone else, then you can spread it. That was her logic. What? So hers, hers wouldn't spread because she... I don't know, contracted it naturally or something. I don't know. Mental. But surely your whole office would have piles then if you'll share your toilet. We do, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Cool. We do. Yeah, it's actually quite, uh, it's quite a sensitive issue, actually. Final thing on work, actually. Speaking of, sometimes I do wonder if my job's quite as dead end as I think it is. And then, actually... Um, it is. A couple of, well, a couple of weeks ago, we had a, we had a memo go around explaining why it was quite so important that you flush the toilet after using it. Mm-hmm. Which, um, well, I don't want to work in a company where you have to... <laughs> <laughs> clarify <laughs> that. Out. It said something like, this is not just a question of hygiene. Which makes me think someone read it to like a secretary or something and they went, well, if it's just a question of hygiene, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> who cares what we leave there? Yeah, I was going to say, that makes me think that someone's left a nice dirty floater. It's like when I worked at Argos, there was a big sign on the door in red <laughs> saying, all in capitals saying, if you don't know how to use a toilet, you don't deserve one. That's fair. <laughs> Which is true. These are all unrelated to me, actually. These are just... Well, I was going to say, I can't imagine that you leave floaters or anything like that. I, You know, your size, I would imagine that your droppings are Come just Come on, we're like, better than this, surely. Just like little nuggets. Little, little Nesquicks. Yeah. Yeah. Taste the rainbow. Oh, no, skills. That's skills. Never mind. Other um, things are available. What have you been up to, heading news? No, nothing really. Should we get on with the pod? <laughs> well, I just thought we'd have a, a catch up. Um, yeah. I don't know, mate. What thoughts on the election? Before? I mean, disappointing, because yet again, you didn't get a single seat. And in fact, your vote share dropped as well. Yeah. And your um, and the head, your party, the party leader calls yourself a racist party on the news. Yeah. That was good. So... Who are you? Who am I supposed to be? You, Kip. Oh, I see. Sorry. Um, I don't get it. Great. Um, yeah, I'm disappointed, not isn't it? What, what do you not, mean? What the election result? You're happy with that, are you? I just think, you know, you've got to look. You've got to look part. You know, all those dreadful, dreadful things that the Conservative Party have done in the past. You just let's just put it behind us, all right? It's this a shiny time. new era. It's a new opportunity for people who have been in the cabinet for many years to continue to do things <laughs> worse than they've done them before because they can get away with it more. And I, I for one think that's a good thing. I think, I think that they were wrong to put people like your your Rabs, your Goves, your Reese Moggs. You know, they put them in a way, away in a bit of a closet until they were, until they were re-elected. But I think that they should have been more prominent. Give the people what they want. People get what they deserve, mate. You and I. Both <laughs> well, I know, this. but I just think now, I, I genuinely don't care. I said, I think I said it to you before the election. I was like, I voted in uh, three. This will be my fourth general election, I think. Yeah. And I've also had two referendums. Yeah. 
I've lost every single one <laughs> by a landslide. Uh, remain the EU, no. Alternative vote, no. First past the post is great because you don't get uh, <laughs> you don't get minority governments. Next election, minority government, not the one I voted for. <laughs> Tories twice more. Wankers, but I so I just I don't care anymore now. I don't give a shit. I say subsidise the bankers. Give them tax breaks, whatever. Start um, start charging tramps to sleep on pavements. Yeah. Um, whatever. Yeah, fuck the NHS. Just break it down. So just strip it down and sell it brick by brick. <laughs> Literally wholesale. And then we'll just see where we go from there. See whatever's the money. Skim some off the top. That's not a problem. And we'll just go on with that. Get out of the EU. And we'll ask out a burner mattress. And who cares? <laughs> so the end of the fucking world. I don't care. You're right, Jack. That you've elucidated that very well. People get what they deserve. <laughs> you all fucking deserve this. And when you live underwater in fifteen years' time, I'm gonna be sat there fucking laughing. I did. I did see. I did see that yesterday on the news that it was forty something degrees in Australia, and I just I looked at it and I thought. Thank God we're getting out of the EU. Thank God for that. <laughs> the thing was, A, I mean, the environmental stuff, we should have started... To, we should have had the exact conversations we're having now 20 to 25 years ago. Yeah. Um, but also, I, I did think maybe if something happens now, something massive, then we could turn it round. Mm. And then the Labour manifesto... I, I mean, the Green manifesto was the way. It would be lovely to vote for them. Did and, you read and, it? A uh, little bit, yeah. Well, how was it? It was very green. It very, did, very green. I, I'm hoping either A, they don't print it at all, or B, they at least print it in black and white to save on... It's that sort of boomer, snarky <laughs> bullshit that got into this mess. Um, <laughs> you. You know me, mate. I'm a snark. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a that's snark. the problem. You and me are an indictment of an entire generation just sneering ironically at everything and just laughing wryly as the entire planet falls We also get what we deserve. Merry Christmas. Um, yeah, no, I, I know. I've Every every election I've voted in, the, the party I've voted for has lost. Not except for... The European was, elections you got for. I was only six at the time, but I remember, uh, you know, like everyone... Me and my whole family were swept up in Blair Mania. <laughs> well, so, we all, well, we so I remember well, it's one of my fondest memories actually. Dad taking me down to the polling station and um you know, the the woman behind the desk said absolutely you know, you need to be over sixteen to be able to uh, eighteen, sorry, to be able to vote. You you know, you he absolutely mustn't be in the polling station. And my dad, I remember looking up at him and him saying Everyone deserves the chance to vote for Blair. He said, things can only get, get better. Yeah. He came out this week, Blair. I know. Going, I would have been all right if I was there. <laughs> what I would have done is gone into Boris's office and said, more. there's definitely some WMDs in there. Don't bother checking. Get the carpet bombs. We're going in. Don't, I don't care. No, don't look. You can trust me. It's fine. I definitely saw something. So Blair did. I think we've actually mentioned this before, but Blair did the best thing of doing that interview where he <laughs> he just washed his hands of all his war crimes, <laughs> like it was like um, I don't even know, like he'd been a prolific person who didn't pick up their dog muck in the local park. He was just thought, look, if that's what people think of me, then that's what people think of me. Yeah, and that's that's yeah, fine. Yeah, no, I but, that, yeah. but I will say this about. 
the current Labour Party. It was like, hang on, hang on. No, like, no, 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 no. Oh, I'm sorry. I made one mistake and one million people died. Well, what do you want from me? Telling me you've never made a mistake where one million people died. Can we talk about something else? What about all the great stuff I did that didn't result in one million people dying? Never mind. My common wife heard a good idea. We were talking about how... Um, Everyone's just fine about the NHS getting privatised now. Yeah. And she said we should privatise other emergency services. That's a good idea. Starting with the police. Which I think is a great idea. Because then you could just bump up... Regardless of whether there's been a murder, if someone steals your pen, you could just go, right, I'll give you 500 quid now. Go mm. and find the bastard. And get them. <laughs> and I don't care. Drop everything. How much are they paying you? I'll double it. I'll double it. And then the police can be like, well, uh, they could do little discounts. And they go, are they black? And you go, yes. And they go, well, that's, that's a 35% discount right there. And we'll knock off VAT. There you go. It's a little bit of satire, if anyone's parents That'd be good. You could have a little, like, a, a Met card or something. You keep your points on that. That'd yeah, that would be great. That'd be brilliant. Um, well, I was thinking, because obviously you, there, there's penalties and fees and stuff in the, <laughs> the judicial cards. system already. Yeah. You know, if you were to commit a crime. Yeah, but would you? So, if you were a criminal, would there be extra? You know, if you got carried with a knife, I don't know that you get necessarily. Would oh, you I get a fine for that at the moment, or would you be fined if it was privatized? I don't know exactly how that would. Well, work. I don't. It's kind of open to interpretation. It's like um, when someone comes around to do your kitchen, and they'll be like, "Well, do you?" What was it? One well, of my commonwealth friends said. She was living in her parents' house while they were away, and they were in the kitchen. Mm. And the bloke who was in the kitchen said, "Do your parents like saving money?" Because <laughs> 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 I've got a great little idea. It's called "Don't tell anyone this ever happened," and you just pay me in cash. Wow! But great. I don't, wow. Well, I don't see a downside to that. <laughs> so everyone's a winner, unless you're in a child leukemia ward. That's all libelous, of course. Um, what, someone's friend... My unnamed partner's friend was told that by someone who fitted a kitchen. Yeah. Well, bring it on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> bring it on, you see. <laughs> Get the police involved. Bang the police, 50 quid, of your ill-gotten gains, of your untaxed earnings, and come and have a go if you think you're I think if, you, if we could privatise... <laughs> if we could privatise the fire emergency department, that would be really good, because I think what you would see is a really high uh, uptake of people trying to put out their own fires because that they don't want to good. have to pay for anyone to put so them like out. So, like, vigilantism, but for firefighters? Yeah. We mm. would get... The situation would get so much worse. There'd be so many really, really serious bad fires, mm. which obviously you'd pay more for, mm. but they, the fires would be worsening because, you know there'd be like a chip pan fire or something and someone would try and put it out themselves. But they don't know mean. how to do it properly. gets worse. I know what you mean. They'd be like, don't be daft, love. It's only a small fire. I could deal with this. I'm not wasting 50 quid. We want a new telly. Adverts would be great. And then, That would Adverts be great. Would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. Oh, let's do it. Well, it's happening. So it's I don't happening. Know why. <laughs> I don't know why it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Never mind. Right, should we get on with things? Um... <coughs> I mean, we haven't sworn yeah. yet, but have you got an idea for a swearing noise? I quite fancy the UKIP woman saying, you know, what you get with us that you don't get with other racist parties. That was good. But, that um, was good. That was the one I Can thought. I put forward a Christmassy suggestion? Yeah, of course. Um, this little cl- I'll play this little clip for you um, that I found recently. And actually, 
Do you know what? I, I'm gutted that I only found this recently because it was from last year. It's actually one of my favourite things of the decade. Um, this is decade. this is Mike the Magpie, who from being in a house with lots of TV on has picked up how to say different things like a parrot. Um, wow! This is Mike the Magpie saying. Might Merry only Christmas. be November, so this should get. Uh, really, some of you might be get watching you really think it's a bit too early to dip into the festive spirit. But in then uh, you have a look at this. If someone who's been practicing their season's greetings already. That's, I'll play that again in a minute. That's Mike the Magpie, lives in Lancashire <laughs> with uh, Steve and Jimmy. Would you like to hear that again? Is he's that real? Yeah. <laughs> that's not that, is it? <laughs> Surely that's someone throwing their voice. <laughs> that's Mike the Magpie oh, saying Merry Christmas. Why, what do you not believe about that? Because it sounds like someone doing a ventriloquist voice going, Merry Christmas, God, look at it. Okay. <laughs> Can we have that? Yeah, fine. Christmas. Right, Christmas. Coming up on the show, has something, has something annoyed you? Yeah. Cool, so that'll work for our feature. Here's the thing that annoyed me this week. Last one of the year for all of these. Wow. Uh, I've also got a reality busting. Yep. Um, not Christmas themes, but um, I'll see what I can find at the bottom of my sack. I was thinking that we could do some sort of like... Um, Year in review or decade in review or something. That's what just really depressed me, so it's not bother. We can do it. It's still time. It's not the end of the year yet. Huh? Huh? Well, what I wanted to do reality busting wise was it's panto year, and yet again I've forgotten to do that panto thing I was going to do where it was Terry Waite the musical. You fool. And um, make a sign. How did you forget again? I was chained to a radiator. <laughs> Only joking. Uh? Of course I wasn't. That's the story of Terry Waite, for anyone who's still got grandparents. Um, this time of year, we also do... Not me. Everyone in the... <laughs> or me. <laughs> um, everyone in the Tom and Jack organisation takes part in Secret Santa mm, yeah. every year. So I don't know when you want to when we want to open our Secret Santa presents, Jack. Do you want to do that? We'll wait for everyone to get here. Okay. And we'll, we'll, di- we'll divvy them out. Yeah, but um, when in the structure of the show, so we've got two oh, things. Oh, I see. Uh, should we do annoyed uh, and then that? Maybe? Yeah, let's do that. Cool. Yeah, be, that should give that should give us enough time to figure out whose is whose. Okay. <laughs> you are. A <laughs> man, aren't you? <laughs> Coldplay, Coldplay, good song that. If you want to replace some words with square, swearing. Yeah. One of my favourites. I've been singing this all month. Christmas night, I done a shine. Try, yeah, Try to shag my mum. Yeah. There's poisoning, poisoning. There's poisoning my cum. Wait till ready to the snow to fall. Won't you come and lick my balls? <laughs> do, do. do you know what? Can I just say? <laughs> I'm that really, I'm really do. pleased that you do that as well, because I, I love to just change words in songs with swear words. I do that every day. What about that song? I think we should actually pitch this to corn people. I've yeah. been singing the corn song since we came up with it. Yeah, yeah. who's song? it? Natalie and Brulia. Yeah, nothing's right. Eat corn. <laughs> I'm a little pig eating lovely corn. And am waking up because perfect night is corn. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little late. I'm already corn. <laughs> 
That is the most fun you could have. Just sit on a sofa and sing that. Yeah, good, isn't it? We've been um, obsessed with that song for a while, haven't Tom? We? Yeah. Something annoyed you this week? Yeah, sorry, I said calm down. Huh? Yeah, I was swearing. There's nothing, nah. nothing like it. A Christmas swear. I've done a shite. <laughs> <laughs> Try to share. Why has this annoyed me so much this week? Hello! Loud, isn't it? This is the part of the show where we talk about things. What have annoyed us this week yeah. and why? Um, do you want to go, mate? Yeah, sure. So. Let me tell you this story. Um. <laughs> don't know where that came Can't from. Can't wait to edit this. Oh, God. Oh, it's going to be a nightmare, isn't it? I said to Sandra, I said, she said to me that Tom was going to have an absolute nightmare. I with said to Sandra, I, I said. And I said, didn't I say, I said to her, I said, I said, oh, Sandra, I said, there's no way you're going to get that edited. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> I said, Sandra, I said, um, I said to Sandra, I said, Sandra, um, I said, Sandra, 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 what is it I said to you? What is it I'm always saying to you, Sandra? Anyway. My mum, <laughs> God love her. I, I think, I think this has been, the death of the landline has been a really <laughs> beautifully transitional period for my mother, God love her. Because now that she doesn't sit on the landline phone and talk anymore, you would think that she'd talk more having a mobile phone, mm. but no, apparently not. But it's a good thing. Because I remember growing up, all I'd ever listened to, and she doesn't even normally talk like this, just sitting there. Oh, I said to her, I said, oh, I said, oh, I said, oh, I said, um, oh, I said to her, I said, oh, I said, oh, I said, oh, to her, oh, I, just say what the sentence is. Why do you keep saying, oh, I said? Do you need to even say that at all? What? <laughs> just don't look to at me, me. I don't do it. You should do. Oh, I said to I said to Sandra. Oh, I said to Jack. I said, oh. Well, this all co- comes in quite relevantly to my here's uh, what annoyed me because oh, good. I um, very charitably gave up my time on Thursday night to go around um, the houses in a local village near us with the Santa float. Sorry, sorry. Wait um, a second. You <laughs> you're describing your own <laughs> giving of time as charitable. Yeah, that's not for you to say. I don't think. It is, because I've just done that. No, but I don't think you can say, so the other evening, I very charitably, and say that unironically. I just did. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I think you come across as a cock. Yeah, good, that. good. Do you so genuinely... do you, no, but... so do you for every minute of this podcast, but I don't say anything, mate. No, you I that... let you get on with were it. Were you doing that as a joke? Yes, or? but you've spoiled the whole thing. Oh, sorry. So don't worry about it, let's just get on with it, shall we? <laughs> Ruining my whole bit. Do you want to retake it? No, this is good fun, isn't it? All right. Um, I feel bad now. You should do. Did I actually ruin it? I was voluntarily going around with the Santa float and collecting money, right? That's that's the point of Santa going around these roads around. I've never heard of it, does the Santa not come down here on this little... No, no one comes down here, mate. Apart from people saying stuff, from... saying stuff outside the window like, I want to have a fight. Apart from people <laughs> looking for dens of sorts. Oh, oh yeah, that happened, didn't it? What? Did it... Isn't that an actual story? Someone saying, I'm looking for a fight or something like that. Uh, no, that's... Like... Well, it's not my story, that. That's someone else's story. But uh, there is... Never stopped you before. We do... There are just sort of thugs coming back from the train from... <laughs> On London, from London, just walking coming back like from the train. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, <here is> the... <laughs> yes. 
And it's like the Old West. Just one of those great big steam trains on a single track. With a bloke pumping. The train. Uh. <laughs> okay, this has been madness. Right? Anyway. Tell you anything. Yeah, I've so, it was last Thursday night, which was election night. <laughs> now, the roads oh, that right. I was going down, there were three different polling stations on so it was an absolute in terms of traffic it was about 5 30 so it was an absolute nightmare mm. and what i did was so the santa float is this big sort of um sleigh. like a car kind of thing with a model sleigh on the top of it santa sits on it oh, but it's pulled it look- around on oh, a car i bet it looks cheap and oh, nasty. It, oh it is nasty let me tell you and um the, so there's a set route that it goes around and i i took the decision to say we shouldn't go down one of the roads because it was um too tight and there was a lot of traffic down there trying to get to a polling station so mm. i kept the float going round to the rest of the route uh, about five about well I mean, it's probably more like 15 minutes later uh nissan duke comes careering up onto the pavement about 35 miles an hour down a 20 road this woman storms out of her car and you know as well as I do, Tom. Tom and I share a raging, burning passion, hate for young mums and their <laughs> and their not, not all of them. No, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Maybe the cliched young mum around mums where we live with a certain attitude. Both our sisters are young mums. A certain sense of Priv- is privilege the word. I think it's the fact that. Now, this could be very precious. And like I say, some of my best friends are young mums. <laughs> <laughs> some um, of my relatives are It mums. seems to me, the impression I get, that if you have children very young, say one or two yourself. No, I'm jo- <laughs> joking, of course. At least 13. Um, <laughs> if you're really young, so between 16 and 18, children, you haven't really had the momentous moments in your life yet. Um, so, I mean, career-wise, or whatever you think is important, marriage, etc. And so, before you've kind of fully developed as a person, I would say you've suddenly got to look after these people, like you and I have. Yeah. So, per- <laughs> well, yeah, I well, I didn't say no. I didn't say good personality. So that's fine. Yeah. So my story concludes with facing hordes of those women, and let me tell you, I. Uh, I could have honestly just developed a tumour in my neck and passed out and died. It Ugh. was that infuriating. What they, were, they were doing? Just... screaming at me. Screaming at me. Really? We've, you were supposed to come here 15 minutes ago. We've got 30 children waiting outside. And let me tell you, they are so disappointed they've not seen Santa, they're crying. They're crying. And I was like, uh, almost speechless. And actually, I perhaps didn't do the right thing. I did what I wanted to do instead of what I should do, which said, I frankly said, I don't, I, I don't really care. No! But yeah. Did I you? I shouldn't have done. I shouldn't have done because everyone else was a bit like, oh no. Let's go back. Let's go back and see the kids. I was like, uh, "Excuse me, you this, can't reward this that. float goes on for two hours, and we're only fifteen minutes in." Float on, float on. <laughs> Never mind. Um, well, we did go. Like, we did go back, and then you? when I got back, this—that is when it really kicked off because I had to go door to door. 
Um, one, one, really? one, the best Say one. What? The best one that I got was the most of it was just generally oh, so you're here then kind of attitude. The best one that I got was uh, <laughs> came to the door. The girl next door has already gone to bed, <laughs> and let me tell you, she is absolutely gutted. <laughs> and I was a bit, uh, uh, I was a bit like. I thought she'd gone to bed. But <laughs> <laughs> so, well, what are you talking about? What do you mean she's gutted? How do you know? Um, also, the girl next door, surely next door said, would say, my yeah. daughter's gutted. Not, there's this girl next door, yeah. right? You have broken her heart. Uh, <laughs> she's dead. No. I just thought, why don't you just take your child to any number of Santa Grottos up and down the local area. Well, they're getting something for or free what? for charity. Well, presumably. this is what I said to her and all of the others was that this is a charitable thing. Mm. These are all volunteers that do this, collecting money for local charities. Um, and there's lots of traffic on the roads and stuff and it's dark. And the priority here is their safety um, and making sure that the float gets round in a way that is not harming to any of the residents or people on the roads and stuff. And obviously the response I got was, this is a classic thing, I hate it when you give someone a counter-argument and they just back down. In a way, it annoys me even more than having a proper <laughs> you argument. Think, well, you can't even stand by Oh, oh no, no, you, no, I do understand that. I do, you, no, you make a good point. I know, and you just want to go, well, Oh, well, you don't... weren't that bothered then, were you? You weren't that <laughs> bothered. Well, if you weren't that bothered, or you literally for not even a millisecond thought about anyone except yourself. It's probably that, yeah. And that, Jack, brings us very nicely back to the election. Never Boris is Britain. So, Jack, what annoyed me, um, I don't even know if I've told you this, so I'm I am buying a house. You... Honestly, didn't, I did tell you, but you, you know. didn't tell me. I found the paperwork. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Horrible. Well, this why. is the part, you know, this is... We said this from the start. This should have never happened. Our partners getting to know each other because it's only going to lead to our inevitable downfall. I wouldn't have known had my fiance not been told by your common law wife i'm doing this i don't need thing. to know i don't want to know where you live quite frankly <laughs> i'm quite happy well sorry what i was going to say before that really ugly head i'm doing this new thing i've been doing it for about six months or whatever where i don't have relationships over social media or whatsapp whatever mm. Because I, I don't want to. Yeah. So, and I hate it. I hate... And you do a good job, yeah. W- waking up in the morning to, like, 80 WhatsApp messages in a group. Generous. It's like... No, no. When people are just having a conversation without you. Do you um, know what I mean? Where you just go... Ding, 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 and the st- it honestly makes me want to crumple up like Chris Packett on a fire. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I know. I did the same thing. But then I got removed from those groups. And now I don't have any friends. <laughs> good. <laughs> So that's that's the only caveat you I'd say, sucker. mate. You if you don't if you don't participate, they will snip you out. No, my mates won't do that because they um Cause they they're li- actual friends. They actually. like me irrespective of my contributions. Oh um, uh, yeah, no, that's not my friends. No, they're not interested. But uh, if yeah. you don't, my see, my friends are quite sporty, and if you don't contribute, you're not a team player. And if you're not a team player, you need mm. to leave the team. Yeah, that's how that works. That's why. Because actually, that's why actually, darts and snooker actually, and weightlifting aren't sports. To be fair to them, life is just a sport, and everything is about sports. So, 
Hey Jack, isn't that why it's called the human race? Huh? Yeah. Hmm? The human race-ists, because you're all racist. <laughs> Boris is Britain! <laughs> Boris is Britain! Oh Christ. Why doesn't he comb his hair? It's funny. Another question. All my metropolitan mates in London were like, I think Labour's got it this time. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, you fucking idiots. You get like six fucking seats from London. <laughs> you twats. And they did, you, uh, did you actually think. I didn't dream for even a millisecond that Labour might even come close to winning this election. For, I'm not a second. I actually got suckered a little bit and thought, again, just confirmation bias of just Twitter and stuff. Yeah, Obviously, you don't follow people who disagree with you or whatever. I've tried to spread it about a little bit, um, but no, and then just everyone's going... But then, like, I, I, there was a, a mate... Did I send you this uh, thread of this bloke who was canvassing in Milton Keynes who said what he'd discovered, basically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting, that. Yeah, I think that kind of summed up the mm. entire thing. We'll we, share it. Yeah. We, yeah, I got distracted. Um, so I'm... I'm buying a hat. Imagine if I had text you saying, oh, just to keep you updated, buddy, I've just signed a mortgage agreement or whatever. I'd, I'd block you. Yeah, exactly. That's odd. Um, I'll tell you what, mate, it's no it's, it's no, it's no. I fun. do wish you'd called, though. It's no fun. I do wish you'd We call. do have phone calls every now and then. I know, but we should have them more regularly. Okay, we'll schedule them in. Yeah, that'd get, be nice. Give me access to your calendar, and I'll drop in a few dates. <laughs> anyway... Why didn't you warn me about buying houses, how bad it is? It's horrible. It's the worst thing ever. I mean... Well, I thought, I thought the... I'd, sorry, I thought that you knew from the experience that I went through literally last year. Yeah, but I thought that's just because you were sort of Frank Spencer idiot. That you were, you just bungled it. It had absolutely nothing to do with us. It was everything else that went absolutely tits. I remember you saying you took a day off work to like exchange or do the key bit or whatever it is. Yep. I'm not getting involved with the language. I refuse to use their lexicon. Yep, good. Yeah, don't, don't fall for it. Yeah. Um, and you took a day off work. Didn't you ring the solicitors or something? And they were like, oh, yeah, we hopefully we'll get around to it today. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so what? It's just, it's one of those things where I think genuinely what they do is just send off some paperwork that's already been completed. But they get round to it when... The, the, the key bit is, they get round to it when they want to get round to it, not when they should get round to it. Yeah, but do you pay them a day rate? Is that why they do that? You don't, do you? You just pay them no. for the work. No. That's strange. I don't get... I No. Anyway. I uh, so we... Wish I bought a bigger house, to be honest. And I'd never have to move. Well, you can move into our one. We'll can never we? have to move. And also, it's going to... Um, Depreciating value from the second we open the door for the first time. It's good, isn't it? Because it's a new build, yeah, which is great unless you don't want to die in a fire, as it turns out. I've been <laughs> discovering this week. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, the, uh, the exact people who are building our homes are over burnt down in Milton Keynes like two years ago. No, yeah, but what what you've got to think, Jack, is they will be so careful with the next ones. That's what you've got to think, really. Yeah, because the That's people could have been making them out of just like newspaper. And they just hadn't burnt down yet. Yeah. Where some burnt down, next one, you think, yeah. Yeah? Yeah? Like, um, no, I was going to say something appalling. Then. Never mind. Uh, Don't. It's good. A new bill. So, so, like, we had to pick our kitchen the other day. And there's this woman uh, who works for the people who sell the whatever, who you buy the home from, I suppose. She acts like the owner of the house. Like, you, like Jack, imagine she owns a house. 
that's already been built, and then you give her the money for the house. Oh yes, as if she owned it, but she doesn't own it. She's just representing the company that owns sure. it. Sure, if you can keep up. So we're picking like our kitchen surfaces and stuff, and then um, she's just chipping in. Just going, she's <laughs> <laughs> going. Oh no, I don't like that. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, and then really? Couple, yeah. And then my couple of wife is like going. Oh well, that's two to one then. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not fucking two to one, is it? I mean, it might be in terms of pure numbers, but you literally have nothing to say about that, is it? It's like if you were in a chain, and the old owners yeah. were just going, once oh, you'd moved in, they're going, oh, parquet flooring. I would not do that. No, no, that is disgust. Well, it's got, it's got fuck all to do with you. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. That is amazing. Why is she? What? How is she involved in the conversation? Well, Don't you just she... send her what you want? No, we were there because you have to look at literally like the oh, you, like a physical catalogue. Not a physical catalogue, like physical pieces of like. Well, not granite. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> well, granite, granite, granite <laughs> yeah, not marble. All right, all right. <laughs> meters are paying well, aren't they? <laughs> and like cabinets, that there was one cabinet food. She got up and she went. And she held them up. We weren't choosing it or anything or expressed any interest in it. And she went, these are disgusting. <laughs> and I was like, what? Imagine if I'd gone, oh, that's the one we're going with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't... Surely you've got to be a slightly neutral with that. This is... You're absolutely right. She does need to be completely neutral about it. Because even if... Even if her rationale was that She's got to think about long term and the fact that you might not be there forever and that, you, that she might need to resell it. No, no, that's it's got still none to do of, with That's it, still none of her business. Well, yeah. Yeah, but even, I know that's not the case, but even if that was the case, it's still none of her business because you're buying the house and you can live there forever if you want because it's your house. I know, what if I'd said that, that piece of disgusting laminate actually reminds me of my late grandfather. If you, yeah, so exactly. I find that incredibly crass offensive. Even if you walked in there and went, I would like everything to be Mr. Blobby themed. Ooh. That's up to you. Have you ever seen that Mr. Blobby th- uh, theme park? Yeah. That's shut down now yeah. and it's all haunted. Mm-hmm. We should go there. We should. Let's find I, I actually wouldn't mind living there. <laughs> in a way, you already do. Yes. Yeah, in your mind. Um, so that, that annoyed me instantly. Yeah. That is, that's just ridiculous. Also, my dad called me up like a week later. I told my, I told my parents fairly late into the process. So they seemed to think, I don't know, five seconds before I phoned them to tell them that I'd made the decision to buy a house arbitrarily. So they're both just trying to put me off. My dad called me up and went, um, so I was speaking to my mate Larry or whatever, and he said he said he wouldn't buy a new build. He said he wouldn't buy one. <laughs> <laughs> and I was kind of like, right. And he's like, are there fire strats on the roof? I was like, what? And he goes, Larry says, it's got to be, make sure there's fire strats on the roof. And I was like, right, okay. <laughs> It's like, I just love, just everyone seems to offer their opinion. It's got nothing to do with anyone. They don't know anything. Yeah. Because obviously they had to pay yeah. for everything to yeah. be done like anyone does. Yeah. But it's still like, it, it must be, like, when you have a child, it must be a fucking nightmare. Just oh, everyone going, oh, oh, you think it's hard now? Mm. I used to say that until so he turned four oh, and he killed that kid. <laughs> um, yeah, I had the exact same problem, mate. But the uh, the only relinquishing thing was that the person we spoke to about it the most was my father who 
spent the best part of his life actually building houses so he knew what he was talking about so he had someone to listen to but we still had a lot of people oh i don't know or a terrace oh i don't know that i'd go for a terrace I don't. I don't care what you yeah, would go for. I know. Why do I care? It's like it's I, a house. I remember when I bought my first car. The the bloke the bloke that was at the estate agents that we ended up not going with, literally did that thing of Gavin and Stacey where he from Gavin and Stacey, mm. and he said, "Oh no, I wouldn't buy a house. Oh no, I bought a flat, and it's so much easier. You don't have to keep going up and down stairs all the time." Sorry, that's what he actually said. We well, do to get. In and out of the I know. Unless oh, right, you buy so. a ground floor flat, mm. you still have to go up and down stairs. One of the flats that he <clears> showed <throat> us to was up four flights of stairs with no lift. Oh, no stairs are a killer. But he tried to convince <laughs> us not to buy a house, so I wouldn't have to go upstairs to go to bed. Wait, what are you missing there, Jack? Is he probably gets a better markup on commission for flats, and um, he wants as much money as possible. And he's a. <laughs> Almost certainly. Uh, another thing I learned when I was looking at the mortgage pa- papers and trying not to cry. Um, yeah. You know the literal etymology of mortgage? No. Do you know what it means? Enlighten me. Death. I know what etymology means. No, you know what the etymology of mortgage is? Tell mortgage me. literally means death pact. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, it does. More. As in mortis in mor- uh, mortician. Yeah, well, yeah, or whatever. Oh, wow. Funny that, isn't it? It's got lots of meanings. Well, you didn't know. Latin. No, but they all mean death. Yes, obviously. So that means death pact. It's to de- this is my pact until death. It's yep. like cutting your hand and signing with that. Mm-hmm. Awful. What else happened? Oh, also, lovely trip to see the mortgage advisor. I was making some very funny jokes. He said, because whatever... You're the funniest client I've ever had. Whatever, what now give me your money. Because <laughs> you won't be so funny after <laughs> you've signed it. Oh... <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, he was laughing at my. Well, it, it probably weren't. It's probably just being rude and sulky. But then um, there was something to do with the mortgage. I won't bore you with it. But first four years or whatever, you can't pay more than ten percent extra of the overall fee or something. I don't know. I hate to warn you, but you have bored me with it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and it, he said it's probably not really relevant for you. And I went, yeah, no. Uh, not unless a parent dies. And then m- my Kamala wife kicked me and I looked to the right and <laughs> his entire like mantelpiece in his office had like, I'm so sorry for your loss. No. <laughs> and suddenly he stopped laughing. Oh my God. Um, yeah. What, had his wife died or something? Someone had died. Oh my brother, God. Brother, someone had died. Unless they were saying, I'm so sorry for your loss that you have to be a mortgage advisor. <laughs> Um, you? Yeah. A somber note, I'm afraid to end. You had to try and be funny, didn't you? Uh, yeah, but then, I, well, I don't care. You don't, do you? <laughs> I don't give a fuck about anyone uh, except me. You, um, <laughs> you yeah. get what you deserve. Uh, yeah, but that's the same with a everyone mortgage. else. Honest, a death pact. A death uh, pact. No, I'm sorry that someone died, but me joking about my or. Let's be honest, my common law wife's parents died. And leaving us a lump sum. Leaving us a sweet deal. I don't think you can get offended at that. Anyway, in you know, well under an hour, Jack. Yeah. Those are the things that annoyed us this time. Why has this annoyed me so much this week? Right, let's
Let's have a Christmassy song, and then, Jack, you can see what Santa's got at the bottom of his sack for you. A white Christmas. <laughs> Hello, Hotel of New York there. Uh, the NYPD choir. Before I see one more person say, oh, there actually isn't an NYPD choir. Uh, that's what they used to call people in the cells when they sang. That's a joke. Oh, is it? So there oh, go. there you go. So you can all STFU. <laughs> Destroying the environment. <laughs> you bloody wanker. Why are you such an environmentalist all of a sudden? Why do you why do you care so much? My sister's gone proper environmental and I think she only had a son because he's biodegradable. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. You can see that joke appearing in any manner of pubs in North London in <laughs> New Year. Come on, Sounds of the Room Good Shot. Come on, Sounds of the Blah Blah Blah. It's only six pounds a pint. And then um, you'll be home by three in the morning. Anyway. Oh, you don't have to pay for the comedy, eh? Ugh. Um, right. Um, so, Jack, it's the time of year where we uh, we open our secret Santa presents. Don't forget, we don't know who they're from. Do you want me to come around and get it? No, I t- do you want to go first? Do you, do you want to go first? No, you go first. Go on, open yours first. Well, not mine. You don't, the one I'm holding. The one you're holding, obviously. Don't I don't know who it's from, do Could I? I just... How would I even know? Yeah, but I think... Because last year, mine proved a conversation podcast and very nearly friendship ender lest we forget oh, last year go that far last year someone very kindly very diligently painted mm. a picture of jack <laughs> in the nip um and then at the end of the pot it was near the end of the podcast jack just went oh, okay then and then we saw no, I was just saying, end yeah. of the podcast jack went i'll see you later then left and i didn't hear from him till the 21st of january if, if i was good that you remember the date I don't. That's not true. Twenty first of January, rubbish. It's true, mate. No way. Look it up. Anyway, um, if it hadn't have been uh, me, absolutely starkers. If Tom did me a painting, not Tom, Secret Santa. Secret Santa did me a painting. I would gladly hang it up in my house, and I would thoroughly enjoy it. Oh, that's good. Me in the nude (laughs) would pose too many questions from people coming round and I'd have to answer the same questions all the time. So you appreciate the art? Yeah, well, obviously. Cool. Open your present then. Hooray! Right, you go and sit down. Have I it. got to be careful with it? Right, it yeah, be, be quite gentle. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just be, I've got scissors if you need them. Masking tape. So You're an idiot. What? <laughs> Masking <laughs> Well, I don't have cell tape. Cell single-use plastic. So you're giving me something in cardboard. Jack's open a box. <laughs> <laughs> very good. What have we got here? <laughs> well, it's in a bag. It's in a new look bag. <laughs> You've got to open it. I mean, wow! What a lucky boy! Secret Santa knows me very well because he knows that I love papier-mâché. <laughs> it's um, Tom's head. No, no, yeah, no yeah. it's not Tom's, Tom's head. head. It's Jack Shaw. Tom's head. Um... <laughs> Made out of papier mache. Uh, I think the base of it is some sort of yogurt pot. <laughs> it's actually, I have this on good authority, that is an oldie brand Pringles tube, <laughs> which I didn't wash out, which someone didn't wash out. And the properly. head itself, perfectly spherical. <laughs> yeah. What is it? What? What do you mean? I, uh, as in, is it just paper? Yeah, papier mache, yeah, newspapers. Lovely. I love it. Turn it around, let me face it, because I forgot. <laughs> oh, it is Should good. Should we get a photo? It you is got your good. Phone? Yeah, yeah, we'll have a photo of that. We'll put that. So, I, I'll, I'll, um, 
when I when I put it up, I'll say which one's you. Can you see the my hand? Is... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, turn it to face me and do that face. What do you mean, turn it to face you? Is it not facing you? No, it's kind which of looks way? in two directions that like way? that. That's good. Very good. That's lovely. That is. Do you like it? I love it. Thank you. Someone spent Secret a Santa. <laughs> long time. I don't think we've done it justice. When someone was making it, it actually started to look a bit like me halfway through. I think it does look a bit like you. I think it looks like a combination of the two of us. Well, that creeped me. The eyebrows are questionable. They look like they've been threaded. <laughs> yeah, but I was because ch- someone was trying to make it as you, and then it started looking like me. And then I was thinking, maybe like you are. Heart. No, but yeah. maybe you are a figment of my someone's imagination. You've said that many times. Yeah. Would you like your present? Uh, yeah, please. Right, the first one, there's two things. <laughs> it's a bit, it's not. Right, like, so, so. Go on, get your excuses in. So I was trying to think of things that just Tom really loves. The first is having a bath. So I got him a nice little rubber ducky. That's lovely. And the second is tea. Um... I, it's just you a, are it, idea. Uh, well, huh? Let me finish. Yeah, I'm so all, it, all, it, all it is, it's just a plain black mug that just says I heart tea on it. That's it. The, you know, it's a bit simple, but it's, well, you know, it's the thought that counts. going on. So, is there anthrax I, in it? I definitely? hope you use it. Uh, no, it's washed. It's fine. It's all clean. Oh, it's washed. Well, oh, I you are spoiling you, me. I hope you use it. Um, when you do use it, let me know and just tell me what you think of it. Okay. But here's the... Well, there you go. So this is the first part. There we go. That's only part one. Two yeah. things. Rubber... <laughs> <laughs> so there's the rubber ducky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you like it? <laughs> little bath time with that? <laughs> I was not expecting that. Get in the bath. Where would bubbles? one even find something like that? <laughs> that is fantastic. So, sorry, listeners. There's a... A, a mug with a duck sat in the top, and then I took the duck out, and the duck's got quite a large rudder, <laughs> which uh, took me at surprise. I know what this is. You're going to heat it up, and it's going to say, I love cock or something. No. No? <laughs> no, I, it says, I heart tea. Yeah, but it's going to... Ch- well, I'll boil something... St- there is something underneath, I can tell. I don't know what it says. Don't be so... I bet it's bad. Cynical. That's very it good. It just says I heart tea on it. I do, um, I'm glad they're so sexual. And then the last thing, the last thing is just, um, they're just some game cards. I thought maybe we could play a little game on air or something. Christmas treat, little podcast thing, you know, just for Christmas. So Merry Christmas, mate. <laughs> you are. Where have you got these things from? <laughs> One of my favourite stores. So this is a steamy roleplay game scenarios from Anne Summers. <laughs> uh, looking for ways to spice up your sex life? N.A. Uh, looking for ways to spice up your podcast? <laughs> looking for ways to start having a sex life? Want to start a sexy night of passion? You, honestly. <laughs> These cards will make sure your night goes off. Or ends with a bang. Ah! Very quickly. Each giant card provides a character and scenario. So pick who you want to be. Let the cards start you off. Use <laughs> <laughs> your imagination. Should we have I'm a go? Like, what well, you want to have a go, dear? Yeah, just let's try. It. Let's just try a bit of. Um, let's not call it role playing. Let's call it character building. Let's call, let's it, call it improv. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whose line is it anyway? <laughs> <laughs> who's who's <laughs> 
Who's excretia is it anyway? Oh. No, that's sick. Right, do you want me to pick you one? Well, you can read it out as well, yeah. Yeah, but are well, we having one each or what? We can do. Yeah, I don't oh, mind. Well, okay, I won't look at yours. That's a random one. There we go. Okay. Ugh. Okay, so would you like me to read it? This is a, this is a scenario. Would you yeah. like me to read it out? Okay, one sec. Yeah, go on. What's yours? Uh, the fireman. An unreasonably hot, unreasonably hot fireman. <laughs> I was going to say unreasonably hot fire. Yeah, I know. An unreasonably hot fireman. Yeah, look, I don't mind someone hot coming to my house, but this is unreasonable. An unreasonably hot fireman has come to fit your new smoke alarms. You end up talking and joking about your fantasies. You realise you have something in common. Mm. So would you like me to play the fireman? I, not really. I'm going to be honest. I think you've got quite a mild one. Right. Because <laughs> I've got the voyeur, which uh, <laughs> simply says, watch your partner masturbate for an extended <laughs> period of time to increase the tension. Uh, sit, <laughs> sit back and enjoy the view. So I think if we're going to play, Jack, we should start with this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, we're going to take a short break. Uh, <laughs> the voyeur. The exhibition. Is that a character? Or is that just pervert? That is just 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 mass, just have a wank, mate. That's all it is. Um, I prefer the, if the card just said that. Have a wank. <laughs> have a wank and then go to bed. Early. <laughs> it's like this is enough. The exhibition is if you're into the idea of being watched. Imagine you have a little audience made of people you both find hot. Put on a great show. Uh, You've really soured this. Good. Uh. <laughs> You're his boss. You've had a disagreement. <laughs> <laughs> Just go from there, Jack. See where the scene takes you. Discover um, the character. Look, we've had a disagreement. I want to have sex with you, and you don't want to have sex with me, and I disagree with that. And that's why you're going to jail. <laughs> oh, this is a good one for a card game. Choose a restaurant or bar and plan to meet. Flirt with other people in the room whilst keeping an eye on each other, then sit down together. Allow the conversation to flow as if you're first encountering a potential lover. <laughs> Great, that's good. And then after that, obviously come back and play another card. Hi, do you um do you come here often? Actually, can, can I just say, did you definitely turn the oven off? Because if you didn't, <laughs> we're going to have to go back. Here's one I've actually experienced before. Uh... He's your Uber driver. You end up having sex in the back of the car, <laughs> which is nice. Uh, simple one, that. It's just quite effective. What What was that card before? Create your own character. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> you're a You're a sultry podcast host <laughs> with a very small genital. Right, this is making me feel uneasy. I'm gonna put that away. Not that I don't love them. Oh, that's well, very good, mate. There you go. That's very good. Um, well, don't, thank don't you, think, Santa. Don't be offended if they don't get used. It uh, won't be for want of trying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Why would that's... I be offended? I... You don't know who got them. I would. Sorry. Yeah, the royal Secret you. Santa. Yeah. Uh, sure. That. That. Are you going to bin that? No. Rush out of you. Well, because you bin the painting last. So I don't know where to bin. put it. Well, you'll have to find somewhere. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. 
Uh, right, let's. Is this end of the pod or have we got? No, more? got music. Then we got some reality bus, okay. mate. You have been a very busy young man. I don't mind telling you that. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You really are the idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this is Christopher. Christopher. <laughs> um, I've got something to tell you about that song, Tom. Um, you might a spaceman came travelling. Some song about an alien. I don't know what that's got to do with Christmas. It's actually the story of Christ. It's the story of Christ told by someone who believes in the ancient alien theory, <laughs> which really, really <laughs> is a your bit, cup of tea. That is a bit of me. Yeah, that is an yeah, IRT yeah. for me. <laughs> Yeah, there's a bloke called Eric Von Daniken who wrote this book called Chariots of the Gods, I think. Um, She's basically just going, what if every representation of something mythical in religious or normal history uh, was just an alien trying to be interpreted by a a primitive species? What does that mean? What, What do you mean? Well, so any time it goes, Jesus ascended to heaven. We're talking about aliens. He got on his bloody spaceship, mate. He went straight up there. Came back to life, turned water into wine, whatever. There's loads of weird stuff. Um, There are some weird correlations and stuff, but on the whole, I don't believe Jesus was an alien. I'm going to put it out there. Thank you. But a hell of a song. Wow, well. And I know for a fact Christopher wrote it after reading that book. So if you don't believe it, Jack, you you can fight me. Stripped to the waist in a car park. I will. Anyway, uh, let's have a final... Reality busting. Jingle? Jingle and one for the year, in a way. Huh? That's, that's Love, gradually that become one of my favourite jingles, actually. <laughs> it's very subtle, isn't it? It's yeah. good. Oh, and it, it, it really... I'm like... And I don't mean this in a nasty way. Oh, great. Some of the other jingles are really good, but they don't necessarily Move capture you. the tone and the <laughs> essence of the item in the way that that does. Right, I feel... Yeah. Haunted and chilled to my very bones right now, I know, and that's yeah. how I should feel coming into reality busting. It, it's like I feel like someone's ripping physically the strands of time, and we're about to go through the void. That, well, that, well, that's gratifying, and that's reality busting. That's exactly what I was speaking to Zimmer and Eno when I made that. Don't talk about Eno, mate. You know, Eno's Eno. all right. Have you heard that? What's that, Brian? <laughs> Brian, what's that stupid thing Eno used to do? Where I can't, they had a name for it, but they used to just have a bag of like pieces of paper, and it would be like it would say like change the tempo, um, blah blah blah. Oh, okay. No. But then like they had ones like, like a lucky dip of yeah, but they had stuff music. like delete the whole thing, really. Like that. Yeah, and it was non-negotiable. If they <laughs> went to the bag, they had to abide by it. We should do that. Baffling. Well, well <laughs> I've got a feeling cut delete the whole the, thing would be cut all it, delete the whole thing. Anyway, this feature. It's been a hell of a year. We've done it for a whole year now, Jack. We've had a lot of realities busted. What a year it's been, if you There's been us. little, in fact, there's been no input from me, but I appreciate you saying we. Well, no, but also sometimes I've used... You've used me. I've used your likeness... As a pawn. Yeah. ...or your name <laughs> to my and own And I don't ends. mean P-O-R-N. No. Well, um, actually, yes, I do. Great. <laughs> 
But we've we've done some exciting stuff. We very nearly got hunted until someone, don't know who, published a private phone call on YouTube right next to the video that people had to watch for the next stage of the thing. And somehow we didn't get it. You ruined um, that for both of us. I'm annoyed. Yeah, I'll tell you why I ruined it, mate. I put that on YouTube because in the actual clip, there's me going, we need to talk to our work about it because it might actually be happening. And you just go, oh, they'll never let me off for that long. I'm not even going to move And I went, oh, well, you, you know what, Don't Jack. give me that. You said that you couldn't leave the meters for more than a week. No, I didn't. I actually had a conversation with my line manager when I got it off. <laughs> So that's and it. look at you now. And think how stupid I felt, Jack, <laughs> when I went in. Rightfully so. The next day going, no, they never got back to me. It was a big drama. They think I made it up. Never mind. Um, so we've got one final reality busting. Our aim for the year was to get on TV somehow. Did we do that? No. <laughs> we'll have to try. We should have gone up to London during the election. I put, I put one of our YouTube videos... And streamed it on my TV. Yeah, well, I do that every night. Uh. Anyway, um, so the final reality busting where we try to cheat myself. Though. I try and prove originally it was, racist. I try and pr- I try and prove that I myself exist by influencing reality outside my own sphere. But latterly, it's been a lot of stuff that Jack's decided to do that he may not originally wanted to do. But I thought I'd do a nice one this week in the spirit of Christmas. So. Uh, Jack. You are, you are. Can I just say, actually, because it's Christmas, Tom is one of the nicest people I've ever met. I think Tom, I think, nice. So this week, Jack's... And a... certainly not arsehole. So this week, Jack's applied to be a model. Yeah. <laughs> um, ba- How did I get on? <laughs> uh, basemodels.co.uk have uh, an open access... <laughs> Base. ...for people to apply if they think they've got what it takes <laughs> to be a model... If they think they've got what it takes. If you don't think you've got what it takes, (laughs) don't even bother applying. Don't waste your time. That's amazing, isn't it? I know. It's like, I wouldn't wouldn't just randomly go for an IT consultant job. I would just go, well, I don't think what I've got it takes, but it doesn't say that, so I'm going to go for it anyway. Do you remember that job I went for at an IT consultancy? No. When um, I was in the atrium bit waiting to go in, and um, I sat behind this guy who was also interviewing, and he had his iPad out, and he was just looking at pictures of dead rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember that at all. Oh, you tell me that? that. I don't remember yeah. that. And then we went in, and there was some stupid, <laughs> you know, those stupid day-long interviews. It was awful. Oh, the worst. And I went there, and there was this kid, I, I, I don't know what was up with him, but every time he wanted to contribute, he'd stand up, didn't have to do that, <laughs> and say something like, it was like how you'd explain to a, a child about how a job interview worked, where they'd ask something, just pure discussion, just to like break the ice, and he'd go, well, I think I do X because it proves that I'm a good team player, and blah, 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 and it was like, right. Um, and then it got to like half time, halfway through the day, Jack, not <laughs> even done. <laughs> and we were leaving, and the assessor... This bloke who'd been interrupting and stuff uh, just went up to him and started reading his notebook. He was taking notes. He went and he just shouted, I have not been aggressive and potentially difficult to work with. <laughs> and shouted it at this bloke. <laughs> and then I went out for lunch. I just thought, oh, what a joyous, joyous occasion. Amazing. Um, anyway, slightly anyway. Di- slight digression. Um, 
Anyway, basemodels.co.uk. They're a legitimate organisation. I believe you. I've looked into it. It's almost certainly not sex trafficking. And if it is, it's very well hidden. <laughs> so that must be some comfort to you. Um, so I filled out an application form for you. So name, gender, date of birth, all fine, standard. Um, for address, I put the Centre Criminal Court, which you might know as the Old Bailey. Sure. Um, in London, which actually sits on the ground of where Newgate Prison was, where the last public execution went ahead. Really? Yeah. So that's the thing. It's interesting that. bit of history. Um, mobile number put yours. Obviously. Fine. Well, I don't know where you put anyone else's. Um, email put Darren Collins, which is one of my aliases, just because I just thought, just in case. Yeah. Um, next, measurements. I mean, rough guess. I mean, someone I know had been papier mache in your head, which helped, certainly. <laughs> Was that to scale? A perfect likeness. Um, <laughs> Height six foot ten and a half inches. Yeah, that sounds which about is right, the yeah. highest one. Normally, as you notice, when you become that's a porn the highest star, one. Yeah, when you become porn star, I just pick the the highest one. <laughs> it's just a good <laughs> guess. And then uh, weight eight stone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hair color, which I think is your actual hair color, Venetian blonde. Yeah, I'll go with that. Which is, um, I think it's just strawberry blonde for wankers. But it, I, I googled it and I thought it was whilst I was strawberry su- blonde. I'm not even close to strawberry blonde. Well, I don't know. It was whilst someone was, whilst someone I know was painting your hair, they were looking at Venetian blonde. They said also known as strawberry. Did blonde, you ever so have that know. at school? Were there gingers that try to convince people that they were strawberry blonde and not ginger? Don't make it worse for yourself. Just say, do you know what? I'm ginger. It's, it's only the colour of my hair. It's only a defect chromosome. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> That's a joke. Lovely. Um, we didn't say that at our school because... Um, oh, gingers yeah, because you were... went to a school of fanning. So. No, the gingers were hunted to extinction for their fur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a tragic, really. Where does that come from, that? I mean, yeah. I know, I've heard other people discuss it before, but I genuinely don't understand what is... Why the people... Craniology or something, I don't know. Well, okay. Fine. Maybe we'll find out. You studied issue. craniology for a while, didn't you? I don't even know what that is. Is that something rude? Crane. I, I thought. It, isn't it the thing of, um, <laughs> like in the eighteen and early nineteen hundreds, where they used to study the skull and that would define certain characteristics of humans? And stuff. I don't know. It's mate. where a lot of ba- racist stuff is based from. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Um, I just study the. Tom's. I, let's give Tom a moment because he's got it. That his five-year-long study scholarship has actually just been a racist ploy. No, I actually studied. Um, I did, took diphylactic studies. Oh, at you, oh, oh. <laughs> you are disgusting. <laughs> um, so shoe size. Put UK four. <laughs> I don't know. And frankly, Jack, I don't care. What, what size are your shoes anyway? Mine are seven. Yeah. They are. Yeah. A cool seven. A functional seven. What are yours? Fourteen. No, I've got quite small feet. Mine are only a nine. Oh, dear. You know what they say about small feet, Jack? Great big fat knob. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite. No one ever says those that group of words in that order, ever. I just did. You're disgusting. You, just because you've never heard it. Okay, let's, this has been a waste. Come on. Let's just finish Okay, Facebook link. I put a link to um, a UB40 fan page. We'll cut all this. <laughs> Instagram. I put. I put the link to your Instagram, but the one of you eating. Oh yes, smart. Which is now effectively defunct. I think. It was I know. Good, it was it's a shame, wasn't it? Project. You should yeah. try that with your racist football. No, not racist. No, not racist. No, with your football hooligan thing. Don't want to ruin it. Um, 
for no, I put hello, please find enclosed, which um, I liked. Good. And then <laughs> finally, you had to upload some pictures. Uh, <clears throat> um, so they wanted uh, various shots, one of which was of a, a shirtless one. So um, I used the picture that I painted of you last year because I thought, well, technically, right? Yeah, well. Um, uh, then there was then I used I also used one of that um, papier mâché thing. Someone sent me it when they made it. Um, then there's one of you on a train, which I don't think you know that I laugh at, uh, which is from September. It's in my favourite photos. I laugh at it maybe it? once or twice a week because you just look utterly homeless. And <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly, uh, you just—it was cold, so you've got like a woolly hat on and like a, yeah. an anorak, but you do—you yeah. just look like a vagrant, <laughs> and you look quite slightly bewildered. And it's, yeah, it's fantastic. Me That's and, just my general look, though. I think I look bewildered in most photos. Well, I use that one, and then there's another one which you definitely don't know a laugh at, which is you, when you and your fiancé started going out, she tagged you in one on, on Instagram, and it's a picture of you climbing a tree. Oh, yeah, I know, I know that one. It's a weird one. I don't know why she took that. It's funny, because you just look so scared and you just look I just want to go and give you a cuddle because you just look like you've been abandoned well uh, again it's a little bit like we discussed earlier about the putting the swear words into songs I'm glad that you do that because it gives me comfort knowing that it's now validated for me to do the same thing about you, you. don't you don't do that though You're I do do that her. about you which pictures I do do about that and actually I look forward to the uh, <laughs> reality busting project that I've got coming up soon, what? which I think you will enjoy. Actually, I think you'll take good pleasure out of it, and by pleasure, I do mean sexually. So you're trying to reality bust me? I've already done it. I'm Where's just, your uh, content? No, it's not finished yet. You we started. Look at this. Look at the malice pouring out of your face. It's not malice. It's you, reality busting. You try and reality bust me, mate. I will reality bust you into fucking oblivion. Don't <laughs> think I won't. Don't you think I won't. I'll arrange a fucking funeral for you, mate. After I put you in a body bag. And then we'll see how busted reality is. Don't you dare. Don't how dare you, you Don't spoil what me. I've already done for you. Me, the half-blood prince. You use that against me. You always say you that. Fuck, I like it. It's a stupid thing. It's a stupid thing. Why does she ever write that? I don't know. Um. Well, end of a bang. <laughs> Hang on. So where are we at with the model thing? We're waiting, we are for waiting to get back. Okay. They said uh, there's something... Why in did the you hold up your notebook, Graham? Look, We're a... waiting for them to get back and Tom held up his little notebook. <laughs> because I didn't want to tell just you this. Says, I, well, it looks like that notebook from Joker. I didn't want to tell you this. You're a figment of my imagination. <laughs> so all of this is taking part in my coma dream. Tom only says that because it validates him getting an erection every time that we do this podcast. It's a very sexual podcast from you I know and I've enjoyed it very <laughs> oh dear <laughs> in the bar um, I mean sorry uh, <laughs> sorry this could well be about 25 minutes by the time I listen to it so, um, yeah I actually I am really sorry for this we are going to do better in the new year we're going to be a little bit more professional a little bit more of a structured podcast do it more often I think yeah I mean. um, Jack do some fucking work as thanks always, for pursuing fine. with us um, particularly Tom and um, have a great Christmas and we'll see you in the new year and God bless us everyone yeah look after yourselves Oh